everybody. This is Valerie B. And I am your host for Slay Your Workday Podcast. Yes. Well, let me tell you a little bit about this podcast because I know you want to know before you start listening. Well, I left my nine to five in 2019 after working in corporate America for over 30 years. Yep, I was there for 30 years and I worked in human resources for 20 of those years. So I am a former human resources professional. So you know what I want to do. I want to share some secrets with you. But let me tell you, I left the nine to five because I was stressed. And when I tell you stressed, I was S-T-R-E-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-
However, she ended up going back, I think, to her same physician who told her he couldn't find anything the first time. And then when she went back to him, you know what he told him, her? He told her it was stress. And let me tell you, doctors cannot give you medication to help you with stress. That's that's just not going to work, okay? And I know stress so well because that is one of the reasons why I was... I left my nine to five is because I was so stressed out. And when I tell you I was so stressed out, I was so stressed to the point that I began to have health issues going on, headaches, dizziness, all of these things were going on in my body. And I want to tell you, if you have headaches and you don't know why, if you have dizziness and migraines and stomach pains and and shoulder pains and arm pains and all kinds of pains in your body and the doctor cannot find out what it is that run tests on you they run MRIs cat scans they do all of these things then basically they're going to tell you oh are you stressed and especially if you have high blood pressure they're really going to tell you if your blood pressure is high that it is as a result of stress but that's why I want to talk about stress today because I really do hate stress And I want to tell you that I am going to help you as much as possible to limit your stress. And believe it or not, your employer knows that there is stress in the workplace, right? Well, how do I know that? Well, because if they didn't know it, they would not offer you the EAP program, and that's the Employee Assistance Program. And and I know that EAP programs cover a lot more than just stress, but primarily it does handle stress-related issues. You can go for substance abuse, domestic violence. There are so many things that you can go to use the EAP for, and they most employers will offer you six free visits to go to an EAP, talk to a counselor, talk to a therapist about whatever it is that you're going through. And then another reason I know that your employer is aware of your stress is because I know at some of the companies that I work for, we had what's called health fairs, right? At our health fairs, we had someone, to they hired someone to come in to walk employees through stress management techniques. Those techniques included meditation, it included breathing, you know, teaching us how to breathe when we're stressed out. But the problem is, is that even when you go to an EAP, even when you go to these stress management technique classes, you go back right into the same environment that was causing you stress in the first place. And so that's why I want to help you. I want to show you some things that actually will cause you stress and you may not even know it, but it causes you stress. And so there's about four or five things that we're going to talk about, but today we're only going to talk about just one of those things. And one thing that causes a significant amount of stress is excessive workload. And I can tell you about excessive workload because about mm, about 10 years ago when I went to a position. I went to a company, right? And when I went to this company, they had just released, laid off a couple of human resources professionals. And I was supposed to be the one person that had to do 
all of the jobs. So I was a one-person HR department, which means I had to do payroll, I had to do benefits, employee relations, recruitment. I had to do firing. I had to do everything you could think of in HR. Okay, compensation, I did everything. Salary surveys, so you name it, I had to do it. So I became that one-person department I had excessive workload, okay? When we talk about excess, we're talking about something that is beyond the norm, something above the norm, something that really is more than what you really can handle. It's excessive. It's it's more than what you should do. It's more than what you expected, okay? And so we're talking about excessive workload and understand stress is not going to go anywhere, Okay, it's not going to go anywhere because stress comes in so many different forms that are right in the workplace where you are. And a lot of times, most of the time, it is as a result of something that is not controllable, something you do not have the power over, something you you can't change. So it could come through the excessive workload that we're going to talk about today. Favoritism, um, bad bosses. Have you ever had to deal with workplace politics? I mean, unproductive meetings. You know those meetings that you go to, they do not have an agenda. They an agenda. They keep you in these meetings probably an hour or two, and when you come out, nothing has been resolved. I hated those meetings. Those meetings cause stress because when you come out of those meetings, you have you you you're still thinking in your head, man, I just wasted an hour of my time, and I could have gotten some of my work done. So in many cases, we end up having to work overtime to make up for the time that we spent in meetings. Or how about a salary freeze? And I mean, right now during the pandemic, some people are experiencing salary freezes. If you have not been furloughed and you have not been laid off, which are stressors in themselves, then you may be at a company that has a salary freeze on. They're requiring you to do more work because maybe someone is not coming back to work. Maybe someone is afraid to go to work in the environment because of the safety measures. Maybe they're afraid that they would get COVID-19 and take it back home. Well, guess what? You may be that person who goes to work and you have to take on the responsibility and the workload of other employees who were there. So I know you're wondering, well, how in the heck can I really say stress? Well, first of all, as I just said a few minutes ago, remember, stress is not going anywhere. However, what you can do is you can choose how you respond to stress. Okay, I know it's already stressful to have excessive workload and to do the job of two or three people. However, have you ever tried to set boundaries? Have you ever just tried to really tell your boss that you cannot handle another project right now? I mean, once you tell your boss, your boss will choose to either give it to somebody else. You know, they may, you know, get someone to help you with it or... They may even be one of those bosses that says, look, you need to handle this. I need you to do this and because no one else can do it like you can do it. So they're going to compel you to do it. So guess what? You end up with an excessive workload because now not only are you trying to juggle that project, but along with all the other work that you have to do. And you know what I did when I was in my nine to five and my boss came and tried to give me more projects. I basically said to her. No problem. 
I can work on this project, but remember, I have this, 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 and this on my plate. So I may need you to help me to prioritize what it is that should be done first. Because most of those projects were given to me by my boss in the first place. So I was able to go back to my boss and just basically say, can you help me prioritize this and let me know which of these things that you want me to get done first? And your boss will be able to do that. You know, but the sad truth is that many of us, we take on additional assignments and we don't really tell anybody because we believe that it's going to affect our salary. We think it's going to affect our performance reviews and we think it may even affect our relationship with our bosses. But I tell you that if you don't set some boundaries, you are going to find yourself very stressed out, trying to do all the work with no help because of your fears, and you are going to find yourself very stressed out. And that I I always tell my children, I call that self-induced stress. That means when you're taking on something that you really don't have to, you know, when you're taking on overthinking and when you're sabotaging yourself and when you're taking on so many projects and your boss just keeps throwing, she she or he will continue to just throw more work on you as you say that you can handle it. If you can't handle it, say you can't handle it. Some bosses will respect you for even saying that because what will happen is you have so much work to do. You will be that person that will have to work a lot of overtime to get it done. You will come to work early in the morning just to get it done. Just because you don't really want to say, I have a little bit too much to do. I need help. It's okay to say you need help. I went so long without ever telling my boss that I needed help. And one day she actually saw before I left my nine to five, she actually recognized that the work I was doing was so much that she gave me someone to help me to do the work. Now, I didn't ask for the person to help me, but I really did need the help. And I really felt kind of stupid afterwards because I'm like, well, my goodness, I could have just asked for help all along. I didn't have to go through all the stress and anxiety I was going through by doing, trying to do all this work alone. Who did I think I was, superwoman or something? I guess I did. However, when I did get the help, I was appreciative of the help that I was thinking, how long have I gone without even asking for help? And so that's what we're going to we want to get that across to you today is that is you can begin to slay stress by telling your boss that you may have too much work to do, telling your boss that, you know what, I need you to help me to prioritize my workload because it is a lot for me. Because your boss will continue to give you work upon work upon work as long as you keep accepting work because they did it to me and I know that they'll do it to you. So this is just going to be the first way for you to slay, begin to slay your stress. And that is to begin to slay excessive workload and tell your boss when you do need some help. Remember, it is okay. It's about your health. It's about your well-being. It's about your value. And it's about your worth. So make sure that you tell somebody that this is too much for me and I need help. 
All right. So if you have not already done so, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast. Remember, you can find me on my website at ValerieBoyce.com or you can look me up on Facebook, Instagram or even LinkedIn. And guess what? I have a new website where I offer you a freebie called Slate Your Workday. It is a free guide that I put together just for you. So if you are interested, all you have to do is give me your email address and I will make sure that it gets to your inbox as soon as possible. And then there are some other goodies there, some other good offers that you do not want to pass up. So make sure, go on over to my website, slayyourworkday.com. Well, you know my philosophy. It's time to stop talking about it. It is time to stop complaining about it. It's time to be about it and do something about it. We will talk soon because we're going to continue to slay some stress. Ciao for now.